Hello and welcome to Weekly Finds, which is a new format in which I distill the key lessons from the best content I found of that week. You might have noticed that this used to be a small section at the bottom of the free weekly newsletter, but you actually liked it so much that I wanted to see what happens when I basically expand on this and make it its own thing. So I'd really love to hear your feedback either as a comment on the web experience if you are a paying subscriber or simply as an email if you wouldn't mind. So the first thing that I found is actually a YouTube video called Everything is a Remix. A big struggle that writers, founders and marketers face is that all good ideas seem to be taken. A much better way to look at this is actually that everything is a remix. And so this video from 2015 really inspired me to change my thinking about content creation. So what's the key lesson? Before watching this video, my ego often got in the way when I created something that looked like a copy of what some, someone else did. Now I try to copy really well and then give it my own touch and perspective. So the method explained in the video is to copy, transform and combine. In other words, you start by copying something. And that in itself will teach you something new. Then you transform it, you make it your own. And lastly, you combine it with something else you know or learned and it will become something new. And what I often find is that I end up with something very different from the copy that I made from the original. I think who really brought it to the point here is Picasso, who said, good artists borrow, great artists steal. Don't let originality get in the way of creation. The second thing I found is a, an article from Searchpilot titled Adding FAQ Schema 2.0. In my experience, FAQ Schema is really simple to implement. You just add the structured markup to the questions and answers, and Google is often quick to show the rich snippet in the search results. And by the way, now you can no longer have combination of two different rich snippet features in the same rich snippet. Say for example, FAQ schema and reviews. So what's the key lesson? Searchpilot pointed out that 67% of FAQ schema experiments led to a positive result with a traffic uplift between four and 15%. In some cases, they even had a traffic uplift of over 20%. Note that the other 33% did not lead to a better CTR. The point is that sometimes FAQ snippets give away too much information for users to click through the site. And of course, you should ask yourself whether it was valuable traffic in the first place, if that happens. But, you know, for advertisers who live off of ad impressions, this can be very painful. So the key lesson here is to test your FAQ integrations because the results might vary by vertical. The third article is from Marketplace Pulse and um, is called Amazon giving up advertising revenue to promote, promote its brands. Amazon competes with third-party vendors it has on its platform by showing its own products in Amazon Search. Actually, this reminds me a lot on Google showing results of its own platforms like YouTube, Google Flights, Google Hotels, Maps, etc. And Amazon actually argues the same way that Google does, like customers want our products. We only show our own products for a small selection of searches. It's normal for other companies to do, you know. And to me, the trend of showing own products is actually a result of what I call platform confluence. The idea of platform confluence is that big ecosystems like Google or Amazon bring the data of their platforms together to more efficiently monetize it. 
In this context, the company learns from its ecosystem what, it, what the users like, then builds a product around it and offers it directly. The key lesson here is that Marketplace Pulse found that some of Amazon's products actually did not have the same rating and number of reviews as competing products. So the story from Amazon kind of doesn't add up here. The fourth result that I found is from Zippy and called how to build category pages for SEO. Category pages should be so much more than just a plain list of links. In this article, Cyrus Shepard explains how to enrich them with helpful content elements. So what's the key lesson here? Cyrus offers 10 useful tips to optimize category pages, but I want to zoom in on one specific one, which is links to related categories and subcategories. I think especially related categories are often forgotten. Complementary products are often other categories. Think about it. When you buy a smartphone, you might also want to buy some headphones, but those two products often live in different categories. So when you make it easier for users to navigate, it's a big, big value add. And even more so, I think for search engines, it could be a way to better understand the semantic relationship between related products. The last piece that I found is from SparkToro and called Too Much Creative Marketing is Stifled by Attribution. In this piece, Rand Fishkin describes a common scenario that makes the life of marketers really hard, which is that we just can't attribute everything. We can't connect the dots when customers discover our brand offline and then search for it on Google. As a result, being overly diligent with channel attribution and investing 100% based only on what you can attribute is a fallacy. So what's the key lesson here? The solution Fishkin offers is using time-based attribution. Look at the things you did on other channels than search or paid that could drive direct traffic or brand searches and make sure that you look at those things within the same month. Then you compare this uplift in traffic with the traffic from the year prior. It's not a perfect solution, but hopefully gives you a better idea of how to approach the things that you can't measure. This is it for this week. So thank you very much for tuning in and I would appreciate some feedback of you on how you like this new format.